Get Fit ASAP podcast. We're on episode six. We've got Josh uh, Gip- Gibson coming back. So I almost messed up. Hello again. <laughs> Josh Gibson coming back. Uh, my name is Anthony Malta. And today we're going to be talking about the benefits of group training. That's what we're all about, man. Yep. That's basically what we do here. Um, basically, let's start off. Um, let's go over the different kinds of training I guess you can do. You know, yep. but let's go maybe at home, Globo Gym, PT. Um, kind of go over the differences of, of each one, and then um, benefits, pros and cons from each one. And then fair enough. I think a good starting point is uh, I feel like most people I know me personally, uh, probably you as well. Most people don't start off necessarily in the garage gym. I think it's more the Globo gym setting that people like to start off in. Uh, we all have that typical that day where it's just make or break. We wake up, we're not happy with the way we look, we're not happy with our fitness. What's the first thing you do? You start gym shopping. Yeah. Uh, the first thing people always want to do is that low barrier of entry being cost. They're like, what's yeah. the cheapest thing closest to my house? Uh, you're always going to start off at the 24-hour fitness, CalFit, Planet Fitness, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we typically go there. So let's kind of dive down that rabbit hole a little bit of the typical what we always see when people finally are done with that route and then they come to us and they've like the same story as all of us, man. We, yeah. Oh, I wasted so much time and money. Exactly. Even though it's fairly inexpensive, uh, what's the average gym membership look like these days? It's been I've been doing CrossFit for a long time now. I think anywhere from what ten to fifty dollars a month sound about Probably, right. Because like I think like you know those higher ones, those health clubs are like a little bit you know more yeah. expensive, maybe like seventy bucks or whatever. Yeah. But I think like the now is just the low entry of, or low barrier of entry, like the Planet Fitness and all those yeah. like nine ninety nine. Yeah, you know where it's like. So let's talk a little bit about what we're gonna get for that nine nine nine. I feel like that's a good on the radio. You hear the advertisements every day. So nine 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 seems to be the all the gyms are competing with each other. What they're basically looking for for that nine 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 is they're looking for a mass majority of people to come to their gym. So you have a thirty thousand square foot space. Some of them are even bigger. Uh, they can hold a lot of people, but what they're really counting on is you don't get show all up. those people and pay 10 bucks a month, and then that helps them pay their rent, service equipment. They actually make their profits off of personal training sales, supplements, things like that. I mm-hmm. think it's just it's a really high level of cost just to run one of those facilities. Yeah. I mean, you got to think all the gym equipment, all the employees, uh, yeah. just lights and you know water in general is really yeah. expensive. So they're counting on most of those people just not even coming in. Advertising. And I always tell people, I'm like, think about if everyone decided to work out. That actually had a membership there. How crazy the gym would be. Let's say 10%. It'd be insane. That's 3,000 people at one time. Yeah. So that's that's pretty brutal. So those gyms are definitely not... I wouldn't say they're they're bad. What I would say is they're definitely not counting on everyone coming every day. Like they don't really care about your results because obviously they're they're mass marketing. They want they want to get everybody in like cattle. Well, like they're like they're basically you know model. Their business model is get you know a lot of people signed up. Hopefully it's not too much money that they want to stop paying. Like because oh I'll come in next month, next month, next month. Like I said, if ten percent of their people actually came in the gym, they're screwed because. It's yeah. going to be packed. It'd be, be pretty insane. We've always joked about that over the years. And then with that um, with that $10 entry fee, that usually just gets you basic access to the gym. So uh, you're paying 10 bucks a month, so it's super affordable for everyone. So you get access to this gym. So you walk in the gym, where do we go from there? Yeah. Uh, programming. Treadmill, it's what some are, kind of yeah. machine. I mean, they're not usually any yeah. of that. Exactly. So unless you're paying for personal training, which is going to be a premium price on that, um, that's, that's getting pretty expensive these days. I know most global gyms are going to charge... 
anywhere between it's like 35 and like $50 per half hour session. So it's mm. not even an hour session. Uh, at that point, you're just kind of taking the gamble of you might have a good trainer, you might not. So you, yeah. you can get results going that route, but that could get pretty pricey. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking $50 a session for 30 minutes, just three days a week, that's 150 bucks a week on top of your membership. That's pretty expensive. So you're looking bucks at a month, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot of money per month, um, and you're not getting that much time training. Yeah. So three days, we always say, is the minimum that we need to be putting yeah. in. So for sure, it can get a little sure. pricey. Um, so uh, if you're doing it on your own, the problems you're going to run into are what program do I choose? Where do I find that? Uh, I feel like typically bodybuilding.com is probably a pretty. Yeah. Any YouTube or Google, I yeah, guess. Yeah, YouTube. Hey, so how do you know? Like, How do you know program. a good program from a bad program if you're an inexperienced athlete and you've never been around this kind of you stuff? Don't really. Yeah. So you're you just don't. basically gambling, 50-50 yeah. shot. It might or you work, see... It might uh, some guy posts something about, like, oh, he looks pretty good. I'm going to do that one because, obviously, Fair he enough. did that. That's, and... that's called sales and marketing, yeah. my friend, for <laughs> sure. So what are the what do we think are the benefits of uh, group training over um, over the Globo Gym setting? So that usually that's where most people start. So how can we kind of get people, sway them to start thinking outside the box, literally like the big Globo Gym box, and start thinking about more group fitness rather than um, just doing doing it on their own at the I gym? Almost, I almost don't think it's a – hard sell because most of the people that we get are people that already did the traditional yeah. gym right because mm-hmm. that's what they know that's what they hear that's yeah. how it's been for so long and they come here and they're like dude it's not working so then it's kind of easy to sell for us you know because our program really works so yeah. then it's easy you know but they're just they don't know what to do um they're bored tired of doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. not getting the results they want they're not motivated there you know I, the community there's no community there yeah they go in there kind of mind their own business they got their head you know their beats on mm-hmm. They're just doing their own thing. Um, and like I said, their whole business model is that you don't come in. Yeah. So they're not going to call you when you're not having been shown up for a couple yeah, weeks. very true. You know, their, but, their buddies over there are not going to call you and say, hey, where you been, Josh? Like, uh, very I saw true. you skipped out in this last workout, bro. Where Account- you at? Accountability is very low. Exactly. Very low. I know myself. I mean, I worked out in just regular gyms for, for years. Uh, the biggest thing for me was, yeah, the main reason I switched over was uh, you just never saw the results you wanted. You yeah. might you might have lost some weight. You might have got a little bit more tone. But at the end of the day, you're still looking in the mirror. Like, there's a lot of room for improvement. So yeah. I think I tried every program under the sun. Oh, yeah. So um, And then we kind of go from there, uh, segue off. And then you start seeing the more – I remember when the infomercials for, like, Beachbody programs like P90X and Insanity mm. got really popular. Yeah. I know a lot of people tried those. I personally uh, never tried one. But I had a couple buddies that actually did them. Um, yeah. They had, you know, like one out of every 20 people I met that tried it, you know, got the yeah. results. Uh, they were very intrinsically motivated people. Yeah. Uh, and they were just those type of people that they're were going to wake go up hard. every day. They're going to go hard. They're going to work out at the same time every day. Yeah. They're going to eat the food. So uh, it goes to show, I mean, the programs do work if you stick to them. I feel like a That's lot of programs too, work. is where it's like, they just have a structure to it, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, just play the DVD or whatever, and I know what to do. Just follow along. So at least they're sticking to a program. Yeah. I don't know how good the program is. I haven't really done it that much, but yeah. um, I don't think they do any kind of strength training, really. Or they, I don't think they do. It's like a little of, bit. I know Insanity has some in it. Because um, if you're doing it at your house, you're yeah. going to be limited as far as equipment yeah. wise. I know there's like you know push ups, pull ups, dumbbells, things like that. So a I lot mean, of you car- can get, mostly cardio, probably yeah. or mostly yeah, and body weight exercises. So you can get a decent decent results off of that. But what I noticed about those programs 
is after the 12 or 16 weeks or whatever it is, is up. Redoes or... Yeah, you just have to either redo it. They might sell a supplementary program to it that's like mm. the next level, but after that, you're kind of done. So maybe after, let's say, let's just give somebody the benefit of the doubt and they stuck to it for a year. That's still only yeah. one year. Uh, fitness isn't one of those things where you earn it and then you have it for the rest of your life. You it's literally it, least it. daily. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if you don't no, if you don't keep up with it, you're going to lose it. So uh, not having accountability or a group, uh, I think that's where the community factor comes into play really, really big. Yeah. So if you're doing it at home by yourself or just the global gym by yourself, there's not you never develop those relationships or that community. So yeah. there's no friendships being made there. There's no one keeping you coming back to the gym every day to continue to train and get better. So after X amount of time, when your intrinsic motivation runs out, yeah. where are you left? You know, you're right back to square one. You also, might be a little fitter. but Also with coaching, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Say someone at their house has an injury with some kind of thing and can't do some kind of movement. Yeah. You know, what are they going to do? They don't have a coach telling them any uh, modifications yeah. or... They don't have a coach, hey, motivating them. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, oh, I did one round on the screen, but I didn't do, supposed to do five. Yeah, or, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Or, yeah, modifications are pretty much like, you're just making your own call and judgment off yeah. of it. And most people, let's be honest, most people when they get injured, usually just take that time off. They don't do anything. So whatever program they're on, they're oh, just yeah. taking it off. So that could be six to eight weeks, depending on the injury. Yeah. Uh, sometimes even 12 weeks if it was a, a really good They don't want to start injury. back either. Yeah, exactly. And then how do you find that motivation to start over? So obviously there's a lot of cons to, to kind of doing it on your own. Um, so once people decide, they're like, okay, I finally made that decision to, to switch over. Uh, there's always that conversation that goes down. They're like, you know, I was currently paying X amount of dollars in my gym, 10 to 50 bucks a month. CrossFit costs, you know, three times that. Um, so what are we, what are we getting when you come into a CrossFit gym? What can people expect that's really going to make that valuable to them? I think it just goes back to the coaching and the community and then really the results yeah. and the sustainability of it. Cause it's always going to be different. You know, you're always going to be motivated because you're going to have that community there, and it's always you're always going to feel welcome and want to come to the gym. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like going from a mindset of dreading to go to the gym to not wanting to miss it. Like that's what I think the biggest, you know, biggest thing is if if you change that mindset of like, dude, I don't want to even miss it. I enjoy it so much now because yeah. the community, the results, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss it. Then it's like not like a chore, not, not like a something that you dread going to because if yeah. you're dreading going to it you know you're going to stop it eventually and then if mm-hmm. you stop working out like you said yeah. you're not going to you know you know your fitness exactly, is going to go down yeah. um but i think they know too especially what we do um when they come in for that first class or that first week and they see the difference of what we're getting as far as experience wise i feel like it you know um justifies the price yeah really mm-hmm. um we don't have too many people bitching about the price after that yep. obviously if they look at our website or yep. mm-hmm. see something right off the back or you, you know you're at somewhere uh talking to someone and be like oh yeah it's blah blah a month and they're like oh what the hell what, what, what are you doing like yeah, you know, yeah obviously but then when they come in they actually see what they're getting mm-hmm. then i think it's a lot easier to, to you know to uh, justify that price yeah absolutely as, you know as far as my experience yeah i totally agree i feel like uh anyone i've talked to on the phone that might be the only time you actually have the price conversation yeah. uh where you're trying to kind of rebuttal that and i always tell people i'm like dude just come in we always yeah. offer one week for free uh for people that have never done crossfit or any kind of training like we do here uh limpet weightlifting programs crunch classes all that stuff I always tell them man just come in if you've never done it at all yeah. like definitely schedule an intro with a coach and that's where the value is really shown like having that coach there to yeah. Any modifications needed, making sure you're choosing the correct movements for your skill level to get the best workout possible. Um, I love doing intros as a coach. I think it is the biggest way to build yeah. value, and it only takes Me too. one. I like I'm doing. Most people just yeah. they see it right then. You know, you put together a 10 minute workout after a nice little movement yeah. assessment, and they're usually like, 
wow, only 10 minutes of work and I feel yeah. like this. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're pretty much hooked after that. So it's, it's super cool to see. And it's, it's a repetitive thing. I see it week in and week out. Uh, I had a lot of intros this month and they all went really, really well. And I just love seeing that light bulb click. People yeah. are like, this is what I've been wanting. Yeah. I just didn't know it's what I needed. That's what I like so. too. It's like just like kind of go over their, going over their goals, you know, and be yeah. like, I want to do this and this and this. And then like show them how we can do it or how yeah. we can help them. Exactly. Like that yeah. feels good after the yeah. class. I'm like, Making yeah, it right. individualized. Uh, that's the coolest thing. I think a lot of people think about group training sometimes like, oh, I'm just going to be in a class with a bunch of people and I have to do what they're doing. Like, yeah, you do have the same programming and yeah. the same work, but that it can be adjusted to fit different goals, man. Now, okay, sure. do you count like as like a, you know, say a spin class or like mm-hmm. Zumba? That's technically group training, right? Uh, technically, yeah. But do you, would you put that in the same category as like what we do as far as like... No, do, I think that's yeah. like comparing apples to oranges because you have to think. So in the CrossFit world, we would call that monostructural. So if you're yeah. just on a bike for the entire class, they're only doing one movement. Yeah. So there's no cross training going on there whatsoever. So I really do think those things are completely separate. Yeah. Um, like a Zumba class, very similar too. Like, yeah, you're doing different moves, but it's yeah. predominantly like dance based. So it's that's still kind of monostructural. It yeah. would be just like if you came to CrossFit every day and we just made you run. You know what I mean? That'd be the only thing. But here we do Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics, you know, everything you can think of and and all different combinations. So it's literally like there are millions of options. Like if you added up all the different things we do and the ways we could put them together, it's literally endless. You could do this for the rest of your life and continuously get fitter. And not do the same thing. Yeah, not do the same thing twice. And the the only reason we do the same thing twice is just to test and retest so we can validate our fitness level where we started, where we are now. It's always good to retest. Yeah. Um, so any program, I feel like, should have that. You know, Even if you're just going in to be just a lifter, you know, Olympic yeah. weightlifters, obviously they're going to retest their maxes yeah. frequently. And even um, smaller segments like your three rep max or you know complex or something like that, yeah. uh, just like a runner would retest their mile time yeah. and 5Ks and all that kind of stuff. So definitely think it's, um, it's definitely something for everyone around yeah. here. So super cool. I think probably a big difference too is like the coaching of it because like obviously – if, if uh, with those programs, like the coach is actually like doing the workout with them, yeah. So it's kind of more like a motivation rather than like a coaching, I guess. You know, what I I'm agree. Saying? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Or, I mean, what would yeah, yeah. So that's totally the right like, way totally to put it. Yeah. To what we do because if we work out in the class, like how are you gonna coach someone if you're working out? Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying. So it's totally different. But I think probably those things that you're saying, it's not a lot of technique to it, um, not a lot of coaching needed for it, and it's not really mm-hmm. complex movements or anything like that. So it probably takes a little bit less coaching, but yeah. more just like cheerleading. And even, I even think some of those, um, I've worked in a couple of big box gyms in the past and I've seen group fitness classes going on, even though the movements are a little simpler and maybe they're not as technical, yeah. I've still seen, uh, areas where a coach could step in and yeah. be like, Hey, you could do this better and get more benefit to the exercise. Yeah. But if they're leading a class and they got their headset on and they're keeping the energy high, that's cool. Yeah. They're doing a great job at what they're doing, but you're still missing out on those couple of people that maybe aren't getting low enough mm-hmm. in a squad or, you know, something like that. And they could be getting better results every day just for that one little change. Yeah. I so. mean, too, there's always something you can get better at. Yeah, like literally, sure. I mean, no one squats perfect. No one does anything perfect. So, yeah. And that's what's so cool about it. I think it's what keeps people in the gym for so long, like with ASAP Fitness, especially uh, the fact that you just, you can't be perfect at this. You're just looking for progress day to day. Every day. Get just a little, little bit better bit. every day, right? It's I know we say it a lot and our members probably think it's the cheesiest <laughs> thing ever, but they get it. Yeah. You know, they've been here and they're like, oh yeah, it really is true. Like yeah. if you can move a little bit better, lift one more pound than you did yesterday, you're going to be that much better. Add up. I mean, dude, but that's honestly, that's everything in life. Yeah. Like, really just, I mean, dude, yeah. It's, um, 
So let's go on to personal training then. I think we already yeah. touched on a little bit. Yeah, but... we touched on a little bit. I think the biggest one on that one, like I said, it's 50-50 shot. You know, you might get a good trainer, you might not. Um, it just depends on the gym you're going to. If it's a highly accredited gym and they do a really good research on their trainers and they have degrees and they have great certifications, a lot of experience, yeah, you can get a really yeah. good program. Uh, I think it just comes down to price. Yeah. When we're talking to that, uh, that can get personal training is going to get expensive. There's no yeah. way around it. There's no package deal you're going to buy yeah. that's going to be inexpensive. Um, they might discount it a little yeah. bit if you sign up for, say, I'm going to do personal training for a year. Yeah, they'll cut some dollars off of the um, the actual per rate, mm-hmm. you know, per session per rate. Hour. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's you got to have a lot of money for it. So let's say you make great money. Is it still sustainable? Yeah. Let's say, oh, you're a young professional, you make great money, but then you get married. Then you have a kid, yeah. and the first thing you're going to look at is your expenses. And like, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm training. paying $500 a month in training. Yes, it got me results, but can I sustain this for the next 30, 40 years? Because yeah. like I said earlier, fitness that, is definitely least. Or your trainer least, leaves, so. right? Or yeah. your trainer moves on. Yeah, what if your trainer goes? Yeah. And how frequently have you seen a trainer last at one gym for 10, 20 years? <laughs> I mean... I don't Unless know any. the owner. Yeah, you know I, I, I don't know any uh, outside of the the CrossFit realm. Yeah, I've seen a lot uh, in this setting. A lot of people because you guys are the owners are yeah. the coaches, so that's yeah. pretty cool. But I mean, like the Globo Gym setting, I've never seen anyone stay for more than maybe ten years, maybe no. every now and then. Um, so yeah, I think it just comes out of the money with the personal training. Is that sustainable for a long period of time? And do you have the funds to to get in the gym enough to get the results that you want? Like yeah. I said earlier, it's like three days a week would really be pushing it, like kind of pushing the budget up pretty high. I mean, so let's say you want to step what, it up to five or six days a week. Yeah. I think it's a little ridiculous. And then like, yeah, I'm just saying the results wise, is it almost better just doing working out at home five days a week? Mm-hmm. You think you get better or five or six days a week? Better, or you know, would you get more results that way, even though you don't have a trainer or a trainer three days a week because you're doubling yeah. the time you're working out. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So it's, I mean, who knows? But yeah, it, that, um, that one's a that's a rough gamble. But I would wager to money. say yes. I would wager to say the more frequently that you can work out, even if it's better. something simple, the better it yeah. would be. Consistency, yeah, sure. man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I see a couple even more problems with it, but I do see some also you know benefits with it. Benefits starting off would be like. Um, if you're really, really new and the group class is like just too overwhelming at first, mm-hmm. or you have like some significant injury where it's really, really hindering you, um, the personal training might be the way to go, at least where to start, you know? Um, or if you want to be really specific training wise, say you're like, Hey, I'm doing, I need to, um, pass this test for the military to be a policeman or something like that, or you want a specific thing I need to do this many push ups or run this fast. Mm-hmm. Then that would be, I think, a more benefit than like just one of our, you know, regular CrossFit classes or something like that. I highly agree. Yeah, there's there's been several cases over the past couple of years where I've definitely recommended personal training over the group classes because yeah. yeah, like it's usually ninety nine percent of the time the goal is so specific. Yeah. That I'm like, you really need to be training for this very specific thing, yeah. or especially Spartan, when it comes big, long to a Spartan race, yeah, or a crazy like Spartan, that, or yeah, marathon. You, you got to be on a run program. Yeah. The class is not going to go run 12, 13 yeah. miles with you. It's just too <laughs> specialized. Yeah, it it's really too is. Specialized. Um, And the cool thing about that is, um, let's say you do personal training to train for that event. Uh, Most events take about 12 to 16 weeks to peak for, Mm. uh, no matter what it is. You could literally just do the personal training for that block of three to four months and then just roll right into the fitness classes after that. And let's say you do that same event every year, you would just switch back to personal training, which is pretty cool. So if your gym offers group fitness and personal training, you have all that encompassed. You know what I mean? That way you're not stuck just doing personal training by yourself. You can kind of jump back in the classes. So I think that part's pretty cool. Well, like the GPP of you know of CrossFit is going to help you in, in mostly every sport, or at yeah. least get in that base, you know. And then when you get more specific, like you said about mm-hmm. the running or doing this yeah. whatever task, then you can even go you know start going more specialized. But shoot, you could even throw in 
two, three CrossFit days a week. Yep. I was just about to say, I think in a perfect world, in a perfect scenario, if you're training for a very specific event, the best way to do it was, would be to have your group fitness membership and then just yeah. get a couple of personal training sessions on yeah, top of that. Yeah. So maybe two days a week, you're going to spend working on the very specific skills for that, exactly. whatever event is. And the rest of the time is GPP, man. General physical preparedness yeah. is going to get you ready for everything. Yeah. So having those days with the community, you're still going to make those friends and you're still yeah. got people holding you accountable the other days of the week. So you're still getting in a lot more training volume. Yeah. And you're getting that, that one-on-one touch, too. And it's too, not so. too much of a, pro, you know, yeah. not, not killing the pocket of exactly, the yeah. It's a huge um, benefit to that. That's the other thing, the, the, or the cons I was going to go against it of PT would be the community. Mm-hmm. Although we do get a person every now and then that want to be by themselves. But mm-hmm. I'd say 95% of people enjoy the group classes, yeah. you know, to mm-hmm. work out with other people. Yeah. Suffer together, right? Exactly. So it's a little yeah. bit more fun. Way more fun when you <laughs> suffer together, man. That's the only way I do it now. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know how many times I worked out by myself, and I'm like, I wish one person would walk in right now and do this workout with exactly. me. Like, I'll pay you to exactly. do it with me. It's like me. I mean, I have a gym in my house. I don't even use it because I'm like, no, nah, I'm just gonna work out with yeah. my people. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. So it's, um, but yeah, definitely the community. Um, I guess you're still getting accountability from the you know the personal trainer, but dude, who needs uh, a person there? every single rep watching you like you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't think you need that much attention all mm-hmm. the time yeah i agree yeah, at some point i mean i'm sure you've done personal training in the past yeah. even as a personal trainer as that coach you're like the, the main part of the job is technique and form and obviously programming those are gonna be the two biggest pieces of the puzzle so you need to make sure they understand what they're doing and the why behind it you want to know what kind of energy system you're trying to hit why you're doing these movements and then just make sure you're doing the movements correctly but yeah. to have actually like pay someone just to be a rep counter, exactly. uh, I've seen that before too. And in that scenario, you're just like, okay, you literally are just like, yeah. here, do this movement. Now, was there any coaching behind that? If I just say, hop on the bench press and give me three sets of ten, yeah, we're gonna exactly. take a minute break in between. Yeah, I'll put a, another. Did you really half on for Yeah, size. exactly. Did you really need someone to count your reps and just tell you to do that, or could yeah. you have just walked in the gym and done bench press by yourself? So exactly. Um, that's where, it just like I said earlier, it just comes down to that fifty-fifty rule. Tra- or the trainer is like putting on machines. Oh, we're yeah. gonna do this machine here. Okay, three sets of ten. It's like, yeah. dude, you didn't really show me anything like i could have read a piece of paper that told me to do this mm-hmm. you know but I mean, everyone's personal training is a little bit different so yeah exactly maybe so. they are getting a lot of yeah that was always a tricky topic like i said it's just really tricky because there's some amazing personal trainers out there that yeah, make a, for a sure. great living off of doing one-on-one training and they're really good at it yeah and their clients always get results you yeah. know what i mean like always and that's how you know if everyone they're pumping out just looks significantly better hitting their goals you're like yeah. okay that person knows what they're doing exactly. and obviously they're good at motivation too because yeah. their clients don't really have anybody but that one trainer holding them accountable, so they yeah. don't have that group aspect. So I think that comes down to the trainer and the coach relationship. And, like, obviously the individual is, like, super motivated to yeah. get there, and, like, they're always coming in on time and not missing any sessions, and, and the coach is a really good motivator. But for the rest of us normal folks out here, it's yeah. like, I, I need to know that my friends are going to be there because <laughs> I don't want to do it alone. No. So I'm Especially definitely one of those. Like, the workouts that we do, too, it's like, well, they're – hard and you know they're gonna be hard it's like yeah. dude you know if you're working out with someone you're gonna yeah. go a little bit faster you're going a little bit harder yeah the camaraderie the teamwork i think another too. thing too man even if it doesn't most people we do push harder when we work out in a group but even if it doesn't make you go necessarily faster than you normally go the option of quitting no longer exists yeah because you look around the room when you're so tired and you don't want to do one more rep mm-hmm. and then you just look across and you see three or four other people they're still going 
even if it's slow. I mean, we've done some they're grinders before. They're dying too. They're like, yeah. uh, and you're like, okay, well, I know they feel exactly like I do because they're doing the same workout. So you just keep one foot. It makes in front it feel a little bit better. If I, yeah. If I look over and Josh is like, oh, I'm like, okay, good. Exactly. Yeah. I Trust too, you, man. So. I always look when I'm ready to crumble. I'm like, look around real quick, <laughs> make sure someone else has the pain face on. I'm like, okay, they're all looking I can good. be dramatic now. Like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, if they're looking fresh. You might need to step. Yeah. So. <laughs> it happens to me every day with you guys. It's very humbling. Very humbling. Um, so let's get back to the community real quick. So, uh, one of the biggest perks about the community, I think, uh, the friendships you develop in the gym, what I found over the past, like seven to 10 years, man, is like my best friends are from the gym now. Like for sure. Trying to find, like, we work in a pretty cool element where coworkers, we actually like our coworkers because we're all, and we have common interests. So it's pretty easy. But let's say you work in an office setting. Most people don't have that many friends at work, Mm. maybe one or two. And that's about it out of, you know, if you work for a big company, it's, you hardly know anybody. When you come to the gym, you're going to get to know 50 to a hundred to 150 people that pretty much have your back through anything because you have that common suffering. So it's almost like you've been in a fight together. You know what I mean? Like you you have that instant bond. Because, okay, you know, they only come here an hour a day, right? Mm -hmm. And they're at work for eight hours a day or whatever. Why do you think that builds such a better bond, you know, here rather than at work when they're there for so much longer? I'll tell you, You I've thought about this a lot. Uh, I've thought about it a whole lot. And I think I have a really good answer for it. At work, we are divided up by our titles, right? Mm. So you have your manager, then you have your assistant managers or however the company structures it, and then you have just your regular administrators and all that kind of stuff. People yeah. just do basic maintenance. When you get in a CrossFit setting or a group fitness setting, you can have a CEO of a company working mm. out next to the janitor, Everyone's and they're going to cool. look at Everyone's each other. Insane. You're doing the same yeah. thing. Like, you're both going through the same pain cave at the same time, and that mutual respect when you're done, even if no words are said, it's that just you know. nod across the room and a high five that are like, we just suffered through the same thing. Yeah. So now you have people that in a normal world, in the normal workplace, would never even really talk to each other besides a casual high in the hallway. They're going to get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, that's the coolest part for me as a coach to watch happen. I love that part is introducing new people or just watching coworkers come in and getting to know each other. And they yeah. find out things. I'm like, oh, how long have you guys worked together? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I worked together for five years. And I'm like, so-and-so didn't even know the other person had three kids and their kids went to the same school. Things like that, man. Yeah. Those, those relationships and bonds, are they get really, really strong in the gym. And it's all through just common suffering. suffering. It really yeah. is. No, it really is. It's probably my There's favorite part There's a psychological thing of that. I've read a couple of articles yeah. about like... Mm-hmm. This the bonding between someone that's suffering together. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy or it's pretty interesting. Really, I'm like, yeah, oh wow, it is. But then you feel it, and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh wow. Yep, you know, it's the same totally thing, true. and uh, it's like any athletic kind of endeavor uh, yeah. when people take on like running and stuff. Running is a very solo sport, very yeah. individual sport. But you build that uh, community of, of runners around. I do a lot of racing, so I always revert to that. Yeah. But like, I see people training around town. I never talk to them. Obviously, you're not just gonna stop. And be like, hey, I run too. But if you end up doing a couple of races together, then you start asking questions. Oh, I saw you at such such a race, and then you have a little bit more respect for that person. You have, you want to get to know them because you have that mm-hmm. common ground. So I feel like CrossFit in the group class that just gives you that common denominator. It yeah. brings everybody back to square one. Now you're not separated by status or title or any of that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a very humbling experience. Well, even like in a workplace too. Like, I think in, I know I think what we do is like when you have that common goal or you like accomplish something, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get like a bigger, you know, a better bond. Yeah. But even like in a workplace, say for example, me and you did some whatever, some task or wanted to get some uh, project and finished it. Yeah. I still don't feel as accomplished like after you do a workout. Like, dude, you feel yeah, good. For like, sure. I'm probably like someone with endorphins and stuff like that because yeah. it's physical. Mm-hmm. But like, 
you know, even like the workplace when they're t- working together as equals mm-hmm. or whatever and accomplishing some kind of goal, yeah. I feel like they still don't get as good as this bond. Yeah. I totally there. agree. It's just like, because work is more like a, I feel like it's a mandatory You feel like, yeah, thing. people don't want to be there. You, you really have to don't do really want to do so it. So people that are like motivated about their job, that's super cool. And they're like, yeah, I want to do a great job. But the, the reward for it, I don't feel like is as high. Yeah. Now, when you get the physical satisfaction of accomplishing a goal, like let's say, you you know you hit a new one rep max on your back squat or you PR your Fran time or whatever it is. Everyone around you can relate to that, right? So mm-hmm. everyone in that class has done that similar workout or done that thing. It doesn't matter if their numbers here and yours is here. Yeah, they know exactly what we that both felt PR'd, like. We PR'd. Yes. both both PR. So it doesn't matter. Something and yeah, it's just that that camaraderie of I want to see everyone in my class succeed. And I think that's cool. And in the workplace, you only, like I said, you're just broken up in these little divisions. Yeah. So you well, might only have yeah, a couple you, people that want to see you succeed. It kind of, yeah, it almost yeah. can be like, you know, uh, dividing, like you said, because, yeah. oh, I don't want to, you know, almost like they're opponents. Exactly. But, yeah. Well, what if you're, what if at the end of the day in your workplace, only one of you gets the raise? So now right. it's more of a competition. Whereas in the gym, if you both do a great job, you both, both get the get satisfaction of getting a PR. Get a PR. So, and you, you want to see your peers do well, you yeah. know, especially in the gym setting. So who doesn't want to be part of someone's fitness journey and success yeah. you know what i mean like, i feel like everybody wants to root around it uh and that's one of the cool things about crossfit usually the last guy or gal finishing a workout still gets the most cheers man yeah. gets the most cheers yeah uh it's hardly ever the first person that came in because everyone yeah. else is still grinding away working <laughs> while they're laying on the floor so it's you can't replicate it in any other fashion you yeah know i mean like whether it be work or anything i think um the only thing to really compare it to is like team sports uh, any yeah. of us that played team sports in high school, I feel like this CrossFit is so amazing because it brings that yeah. back. You know, now we're older and we're adults and we don't really yeah, no, ever, for sure. you know, interact in that environment. But I love playing sports. I love yeah. team sports, especially in yeah. high school. And CrossFit just kind of brought me back to that same mentality of like, oh, I have something to train for. I have people to train with. And we yeah. all have a common goal. So it's super cool. And I feel like in life, too, like people want to be productive. They want to accomplish things. Mm-hmm. And if, I, like, I feel the best when I'm being productive and working and you know accomplishing something rather than just like sitting around doing whatever just messing around Mm -hmm. like so i feel like you're gonna feel better if you're accomplishing something especially with someone else too yeah because like that support system or that community like you said that's the hardest that's harder than just doing by yourself usually because you're like all right you gotta depend on someone else you gotta yeah you know but you know it's hard to say yeah all pans out I think that's a good spot to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Uh, do you have any shameless plugs you want to give out today? I mean, you know, follow us on uh, iTunes, Get Fit ASAP Podcast. Um, Where else are you guys now? You're on iTunes? Are you guys on Stitcher? Any of those other uh, We are, we are. I don't push them too much, though, but you can go there also. Um, uh, where else? Uh, I mean, our YouTube channel is probably the biggest biggest one besides besides iTunes. Um, so so ASAP watch Fitness the, YouTube channel? Yeah, cool. if you want to watch the uh, um, videos of it, you know, because we're so pretty. So <laughs> We've been putting up a lot of content as well, like trainer tips. Uh, we have Olympic weightlifting specialist, um, myself being a Spartan SGX coach. I put up a lot of tips. I'll be posting a video today actually on um, like shoe reviews and how to choose the right shoe for oh, what nice. type of running you're doing. So I feel like I had a lot of questions about That's that. Good. So for anything you guys are thinking about, um, we give a lot of tips per week. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, we're constantly posting content uh, daily, literally daily. So seven days a week, we're trying to get new stuff out there. If there's anything you guys want to know about or any questions you might have, please feel free to comment uh, below or you can contact us. Our website is asap.fitness and you can get all your contact information there as well as our class schedules, locations, and all that good stuff as well. So. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming by, Josh. Thanks, awesome, man. Thanks for having me, brother.